In this video, we're going to cover what to do when you launch your product on your own website, but you don't and aren't getting the traction that you thought you would get. You might be getting people coming to your website, but nobody's buying. So in this video, we're going to cover what to do in the first few months after launching your product on your own website. And if you're not getting the traction you want, there are seven steps you could take to change that course of action. This is the Launch and Scale podcast, the home of some of the best e-commerce advice on the internet today. Whether you're launching your first product or scaling your existing storefront, we include conversations from industry experts, best practices, and practical tips to help you run a profitable e-commerce brand online today. I'm your host, Kirsten, and my mission is to create 100 seven-figure brands by 2027. If you're going to be one of them, be sure to subscribe and not miss another episode. By the way, for more resources and information on how to work with us, go to launchandscale.co. Remember, that's .co, not .com. Apart from that, let's get into the episode. In the last couple of years, since the pandemic, since supply chain problems have grossly slowed down fulfillment and your ability to bring your product to market, we've been covering a lot recently on how to quickly validate new products on this channel and also what to do if your existing product isn't getting the traction you want. So in previous videos, we've actually covered in more depth step-by-step step, how to rapidly test your product to see if there's traction before you invest in inventory. So if you're looking for more of a step-by-step -step of how to get up and running, be sure to check out this video to walk you through how to do that. This video is kind of that part two of what to do when you launch your product and you're not getting the traction you want, even though all the signs have told you that you've got a winning product. So let's get into it. So when you finally launch your product, you've gone through the months of testing, getting that prototype, getting everything ready to go when you launch your website and you don't get the traction you were hoping for. It is heartbreaking. And this video is to help you diagnose how to move past that. So going into this video, this is like a troubleshooting guide. And I assume that you've already done your homework, you've identified your audience, you've put up a storefront, and you've actively tried to get into online communities and you have tried to sell your product, but for some reason you're just not getting sales, or maybe you got one sale and you just you haven't been able to see consistent activity or traction for your product. So very first thing I would do is shift your frame of reference. When your product won't sell in the beginning, it doesn't mean you won't be successful. The biggest mistake you can make in the beginning is assuming that because somebody isn't buying your product that you are actually doomed to fail and that your business idea isn't a good one. That's actually furthest from the truth, usually. What you need to do at this point is you need to dig in. I know this from personal experience because I have been in the e-commerce space for seven years. We built multiple million dollar brands, but my experience started off with a huge product launch failure. In the very beginning, we had a product launch on Indiegogo that was a drastic failure. We didn't even hit our funding target. And when we changed a few of the things, we were able to relaunch that product a few months later and it went viral. We went from a $17,000 failure to one that did $598,000 with 5,000 customers. There are numerous success stories. You can look into the Peloton story, which I won't get into in this video, but how so many seven, eight, nine, ten figure brands were started off of imminent failures in the beginning. And you may not have the perspective yet to know what your product can become. So step number one is shift your frame of reference. 
don't jump to the conclusion that your product sucks and it's actually not that. What this means is an opportunity to dig in and figure out what is going to work. So step number one is really about helping you get confidence and know that this is an experiment and you've got to test multiple things such as your audiences, product positioning, creatives, and getting more data at this point. So this video is about how to dig into that. So Shell, maybe it is, uh, it's likely not your product, so let's get past that. Point number two is it's time to crack the market. Piece of unpopular advice that I give that so many brands don't wanna hear but the experts are talking about is the incubation period. So once you go live with your website, the first 90 days, like three to four months is all about testing and needs to be seen that way. So at this point, if you're not getting the results you want, you need to investigate. How you investigate is you want to be testing different audiences, different angles, different positioning. You want to be testing your website. It's about cracking the market and know that it will take some time to figure out what combination of things will work until you start to get consistent traction. And then once you have the right testing system, it's about leaning into what is working and, and stopping and not spending money on things that are not working. So it's a big experiment and it needs to be addressed that way. Point number three, when the market isn't responding to your product, it's time to dig in and get curious. So are you collecting emails on your website? Okay. Using your email CRM like a Clavio or um, another pop-up service like sumo.com is gonna be really great to be able to collect emails with an introductory offer. So on your website, if you've been collecting emails for a 10% discount or free shipping or something like that, then you are collecting interest. And if you don't have that, pause this video, go and set that up now. Because the reality with collecting emails means that you now have a point where you can go and communicate with people. One brand that we got started with that has a $2,500 high ticket product isn't going to sell great in the beginning. So what we end up doing is focusing on a longer nurturing cycle. So when we look at the stats, we actually had about 50 people that opted in for a big discount on the product, but no one had purchased yet. So that gave us an opportunity to actually reach out to those customers and dig into why they are purchasing or why they aren't so that we can figure out what we need to put in place to make them comfortable purchasing. Okay, which this brings me to point number four. So once you have your email capture program in place, you are collecting interest and it's now about leveraging that interest. So what I would do if you're at a point where you are either not selling or you are not selling at the amount that you want from your email list, then you want to email them. So there's one of two emails I would send to your list. One is the magic nine word email, which is a really great one to send to any abandoned carts. If your abandoned cart rate was really high, you can send this email to any abandoned carts in the last 30 or 60 days and say, hey, first name, are you still planning on ordering product name? Okay, very simple, it'll engage them in a conversation. So that is email number one you can send. Email number two, if you have already sent the nine word email or you like this one better, um, we use this is super common in when we are doing Kickstarter campaigns to actually dig in on the third day to email our list and ask, hey, first name, just um, out of curiosity, if you haven't purchased our product yet, what's stopping you? We're a small business your feedback is grossly valuable, really, like, we'd really appreciate a reply. And what you're doing is you are going to your audience and you're asking for feedback. And when you're asking people why they did or they didn't buy, that's gonna allow you to figure out what other information you need to either put on your website or convey to make them, uh, to get them to be in a state where they're excited to buy your product. 
for example, it could be if you have a high ticket product like a $2,000 widget, um, maybe that's a lot for the average consumer. So implementing a shop pay or Klarna or Afterpay where that allow your customer to pay in installments will be a great way to make your product more accessible. And sometimes that feedback is not something that that's immediately obvious. So going in and talking to your customers through email is going to be an amazing way to get feedback. Even, and let's say you haven't been collecting emails. How do you still implement this? Well, go into online communities and get feedback on your product. Okay. Go into, uh, if you're selling a widget for dogs, go into dog owner groups and get feedback on your product. Point number five, if you think you got a great product, but maybe your website is just not conveying the information you needed to go to userbob.com for as little as $20, you can get people, real people in the market, giving you feedback on your website. So by feedback, what I mean is you will get someone recording a one minute video to give a first impression of your website, what your product is, what it does. And so the best $20 you'll spend because that might unearth some um, information that maybe isn't clear on your website and gives you something actionable. This video is not sponsored by user Bob, but it's something that we use in our agency to help, um, help implement the system with our clients. Point number six, dig into conversion rate optimization. So sometimes you've got a great product, but your website isn't converting or maybe the traffic isn't converting. When you want to dig into why your website isn't converting in the first time you want to get nerdy and with conversion rate optimization. So this is a more advanced, um, more advanced topic. If you'd like me to cover more training on this, let me know below, but there are two, two things I recommend. Number one will be split testing, split testing. We use OmniConvert, OmniConvert again, not sponsored, but it is a free Shopify app that you can pay for that will allow you to easily split test different pages. What is split testing? Well, when you're driving traffic to your website through Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, um, split testing allows you to send 50% of traffic to one page versus another so that you can really test different headlines, different images, um, different product positioning and allow you to rapidly test what version of pages is going to help you improve your website conversions. So OmniConvert with split testing is number one. And number two, see how people are engaging with your website. Another free tool, again, not sponsored is hotjar.com. Hotjar is a free tool that will allow you to um, really see how people are interacting with your website. It will give you scroll data. It will give you heat map data. It will also give you recording to see how people are engaging with your site. Just like that. So dig into the data, see how people are really responding to your website and test, test, test. Whew, so far we've covered a lot. So before I get into step number seven, I just want to take a quick pause and go into what we're doing here. So while we're getting in the weeds a little bit with this video for actionable things you can do, know that where your product launch can fail, know that where your product may not be working the way you want it to, it comes down to three things. It comes down to product. It comes down to your website conversions and positioning, and it comes down to your paid ad targeting and strategy. So when we see that things aren't working, you need to eliminate one each one by one by one. So when we go into getting a website and a funnel to convert, we are looking to get both the ad side working and the website working. And when something is out of balance, we need to dig in why optimize and adjust. And I think this incubation period is the one part of launching an e-commerce company that newbies or people with no experience or people that sell on Amazon, um, 
don't necessarily, they're not mentally prepared for. So this brings me to point number seven. Getting things to work can be expensive and time consuming without the right partner. So point number seven is to have a good testing strategy with your ads to rapidly test different audiences, different creative and different messaging to see what resonates with your target audience so that you're able to quickly identify who your target customer is and what are the angles they are resonating with the most to get them to come over to your website. Without the right testing strategy with a focus on rapidly testing different variables between your website and your checkout process and your ads, it this can be a long, expensive, and very daunting process. So if that is something you are looking for help with, be sure to check out some of our free resources below this video. And also, if you are looking for professional help to do this, be sure to book a call with us. A link to everything is below in this video here. Apart from that, guys, thank you for subscribing. I am off to Spain tonight, so I'll see you soon. Take care. Hey, thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to hit subscribe on your mobile device. And for more resources and information on how you can launch and scale your e-commerce business online, be sure to go to launchandscale.co. And we've also got a ton of free actionable content available on TikTok and YouTube. Just be sure to go to either platform, search for Kirsten, my name, K-H-I-E-R-S-T-Y-N. Apart from that, we'll see you in the next episode. Are you launching a product on either Kickstarter or Shopify and you're feeling completely overwhelmed with the process? Hi there, my name is Kirsten, the CEO of Launch and Scale. To date, we've helped several online sellers sell millions of dollars online and scale their business from zero to seven figures by focusing on building an audience of fans that will actually convert into paying customers. If you're serious about building a seven-figure e-commerce brand with less time and less risk, you should check out our product launch pad. PLP is a proven accelerator that takes you step-by-step -step through the process of launching and scaling your product brand. Brands like the Monk Manual, Aberlite, Series Chill, Jamstack, and several others were all launched using our product launch pad. So if you'd like to be our next success story, go to launchandscale.co slash PLP to learn more. And for a limited time, we're offering a seven-day trial of the product launch pad for only $1. Again, go to launchandscale.co slash PLP to learn more.